Hey guys, how you doing today? Today I want to talk to you guys about the consequences of sin. How sin stinks in God's nostril. A lot of churches, a lot of churches don't talk about sin. You go to these churches, it's a lot of um, entertainment. You know, they have worship music, but they rarely talk about, you know, when the pastor's preaching a sermon, he rarely mentions sin. Sin is a big deal to God. Sin is, you know, disobedient. And as a result of sin, that's why we are in a fallen world. When Adam and Eve sin against God, that sin had it, it that sin affected every aspect of our lives. You know, that inherent sin of Adam and Eve affects every aspect of our lives. Sin is so serious. The Adam and Eve sin was so serious that even um, their children was affected by their sin. They had two. They had two boys, Cain and Abel. Because they disobeyed God, they allowed sin in the world. Cain killed Abel. That was the first murder in the Bible. When you disobey God, you disobey his laws and his commandments, you open yourself up to Satan, to be under the influence of the devil. Because of hate, um, Cain had in his heart jealousy because God did not accept his sacrifice. He killed his brother. God warned him in, the, in, the, in Genesis that sin was crouching at his door. That's why it's so important, guys, that we take sin seriously. It doesn't matter how small you think it is. To you, it may be small, but to God, it's not. God takes all kinds of sins seriously. It doesn't matter if you a little white lie or just... You know, you cheat on your tax or you commit adultery, whatever sin it is, you have sex outside of marriage, before marriage, all sin is terrible in the sight of God. That's why he had to take his wrath on Christ, our Savior. God cannot let sin go unpunished. So he had to take his wrath on Jesus Christ. If we don't accept Christ's um, salvation, free gift of salvation, then we have a price, then we'll spend eternity paying for our sin inside the lake of fire. Sin is very seriously. I mean, God takes sins very seriously. Sin it's so devastating. That's why we have the Bible talk about generational curse. You know, you have, uh, you know, for example, you have one generation that sin against God. 
and like the third or the fourth generation still feel the impact, the effect of that sin. He takes it very seriously. So I want to explain to you guys, and if you read in the book of uh, Romans 6, verses 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death, right? So if you go to work, you do your job, every two weeks, some some countries pay, some places pay every two weeks, some places pay every week. You're going to receive a salary, a wage for your work. So when they say the wages of sin is death, is you are a worker of iniquity. Jesus actually said this, said said those words. So you are a worker of iniquity. So your salary, your wage is death. First is spiritual death, then is eternal death, which is in hell. Spiritual death is when you sin against God, there's automatically separation. Whatever sin you commit against God, his, now his ears is blocked. The Bible says God cannot hear the prayer of sinners. God is not going to answer. That's what the Bible is saying. What the Bible is really saying is that God is not going to answer the prayers of sinners. No, he's not because he does not have a relationship with sinners. Jesus said, my mother and my brother are those who does the will of the father. God does not have a relationship with sinners. God is sovereign. Everything's in creation. You know, everything under the water, everything on land, everything in the sky. He's sovereign. Everything submits to him. Because he's the creator, he has sovereignty over all things. But it does not mean he has relationship with, with those things, right? To have a relationship with God, you need to submit to Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. He's the one who reconciled us, fallen men, back to God. Because we are in a fallen state, we can only come to God if God chose us to him, and we have to accept Christ. Without Jesus Christ, there is no way you could, you could have a relationship with God. If you are living in sin, you're automatically, you, you don't have a relationship with God. Your sacrifice is an abomination. The Bible says your sacrifice to God is an abomination if you are in sin. So you could do all those charity works. You continue living in sin. That means absolutely nothing to God. You have to repent of whatever sin you have in your life. It's arrogant and it's prideful to think your good works can earn you a relationship with God. God requires holiness. If you don't never repent of your sins, no sinners, there's no sinner in the Bible that God ever had a relationship with. If you read the Bible, all the men of the Bible that God called them to preach, uh, to preach repentance, they were prophets, they were men of God that obeyed God's uh, commandments. 
Isaiah, all the prophets were righteous men. God never called upon a, someone who's breaking his commandments to call people to, uh, to repentance. Ezekiel, Elijah, Isaiah, um, John the Baptist, they were all righteous men. Those were preachers. They were priests calling people to repent. Moses. Okay. God used King David, but King David, God did not use King David to tell people to repent because King David, he was a king. God never used king to tell people to repent. It's always prophet. A prophet, a man of God must live a righteous life. If you call yourself a prophet, you're living in sin, you're a false prophet, you're not sent by God. You're a prophet of Satan. God is not going to use a false prophet, somebody who's breaking his laws, to tell people to repent because you are in sin. Okay? We we living in, in, in a strange time now. There's a lot of people who uh, proclaim who's claiming to be prophet, but they are living in sin. They are not prophet. They are not sent by God. In the book of Jeremiah, God said, I did not send them. They are lying. To be a prophet, there's a cost to be a disciple. It's not easy to be close to the Lord. It, it, it's tough. It can be really tough. To live a righteous, a godly life, it's difficult. The Bible says that those who live a godly life will face persecution. It's not easy to live a godly life because we're living in a in a fallen world, a world that is in darkness. We have an enemy that wants to dim our light. Those of us that have the light of the Holy Spirit that's shining in our life, the enemy wants to diminish. He wants to dim our light. Okay, so, so it's not easy. We have a real spiritual, we have a sp real spiritual warfare, a real spiritual battle going on. So it's not easy to live for the Lord because we have everything against us. The world is against us. We have to struggle at times with our own flesh. We have to struggle with, you know, just, just, been part in a world that's in rebellion. Even our loved ones who are not saved, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We are in a real war. But if we submit to the Lord, he will help us. Okay? We have a loving father that's here for us. Sin is horrible. Like, sin is really horrible. You cannot say you love Jesus and, and, you know, you're living in sin. He doesn't care about sacrifice. He wants obedience. As a matter of fact, he's offended. The Bible says your sacrifice is an abomination to God. He's offended by that, as a matter of fact. You don't want to offend your creator. Okay? So the devil's greatest lie is there are no consequences for sin. Sin have far-reaching consequences. If you commit adultery on your spouse, they could divorce you. You could lose your you could lose your uh your children. Um your children could end up hating you because they're gonna blame you for for 
for the breakup of the marriage. If you cheat on your taxes, you're going to end up going to prison. If you um, have hate in your heart, you hate people because they don't look like you, you could end up losing your job. People, How many times we see people lose their job for saying something offensive? God have those commandments in place not to hurt us, but to help us. He loves us. He don't want us to suffer. But because we are rebellious, we refuse his commandments. We refuse to listen to his laws. So we are punished. There's a price to pay. There's always, the, the devil is always going to tell you sin is not a big deal because he's a liar. In the book of John, Jesus said he's the, he's the um, father of lies. And Satan, if he was not evil, if he was not wicked, he would have told you, don't sin against God because look what happened to me and the angels and the demons. We got cast out. God, our judgment is going to be eternity into the lake of fire. That's, you see, that's if there was anything good about him, he would have told tell the world that don't sin against God. I don't want the same thing that happened to you. I'm going to spend eternity into the lake of fire. I don't want the same thing happen to you guys. He will never say that because he wants to destroy your lives and he wants you to spend eternity with him in the lake of fire. Okay? So, that's why you don't believe, you don't listen to his lie. All sin, God hates all sin. There is no, there's no excuse for sin. We cannot make excuses for sin. Sin leads to death. Sin leads to destruction of societies, of kingdom. Okay, not only sin, sin breaks, uh, break up marriage. It leads to the um, breakup of marriage, breakup of um of families, sin leads to disease, sin leads to suicide, sin leads to abortion, sin leads to heart attack, to murder, to prison, to rape, to adultery, to racism, xenophobia, pedophilia. Sin is only here to do one thing, is to destroy, and it will destroy if you don't Sin is like a cancer. Once it's spread, it will destroy every area of your life. That's the only reason why sin is here for. God did not create sin. The devil creates sin. Jesus said he's a murderer. He's alive from the beginning. He's a murderer because he wants to, he wants sin in your life because he you knows the sin is going to destroy you. Whatever sin, do not, the Bible says, do not, do not, uh, your sin will find you out. In the book of Numbers, Moses uh, told the Israelite, your sin will find you out. The Bible means, when the Bible says your sin will find you out, it means that there are consequences for your sin. You're not going to get away with it. Even a true believer, when they sin against God, the Lord will forgive them, but there's still some kind of consequences you might face. If you commit adultery on your spouse, you're going to spend a long time trying to regain her trust back. You could spend the rest of your life trying to regain their trust back because you commit adultery. You, you, you cannot take sin lightly in your life. You cannot have the sin of unforgiveness because unforgiveness in your heart, you don't want you to want to you're going to have revenge. If you have revenge in your heart, it, 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 it's, 
hate and, and if you harbor hate, if you harbor uh, unforgiveness, that could tighten up your artery. It could lead to a heart attack. A lot of the things, a lot of the disease that we have, a lot of the um, untimely death that we have is because of our sin. We need to check our heart. We need to let the Holy Spirit work in us. If you have a problem forgiving somebody, seek the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is more than happy to help you out. That's why the, that's why the Lord, um, that's why the Holy Spirit is here for. The Holy Spirit don't want to, the Lord don't want to send nobody to hell. The Lord told me one time, he said, I don't want to punish the wicked. He's a father. He's a creator. Why would, why would he want to send fallen men to hell? Hell was designed for the devils and his angels. God designed hell for them because they knew better. They were in the presence of God, and they still rebel against God. So God designed hell and the lake of fire for them. We don't know any better. We've never been in the presence of God. We were born into sin. That's why God gave us a second chance. And, and, and with Jesus' death on the cross, God says, if they repent, if they come to accept my son, I will forgive them. I will heal their, heal their land. I will heal their house. I will give them eternal life. But they must humble themselves and accept Christ as my Lord and, uh, as their Lord and Savior. If they do that, I will give them eternal life. If they reject my son, then they will be with Satan and his angels. Every time you sin against God, you're following the devil and his angels, and they're rebelling against God. They are forsaken. They know how wonderful and, and special heaven is. That's why they're trying to stop you from going there, because they cannot ever enter heaven again. Their, their fate is eternity into the lake of fire. There is no way God is not going to allow them. God is not going to redeem them. They are irredeemable. The only creature uh, in this world that's irredeemable is Satan and his angels. They are irredeemable. God is not going to redeem them. Everybody on the face of this earth can be redeemed as long as they have breath in their body. But if they died, they are irredeemable, just like Satan and his angels. You cannot die in your sin. You will be with Satan and his angels forever. So it's very important that we take sin very seriously and not, you know, play around with that. Sin, sin is dangerous. Sin is very dangerous. It's very sad that the church, these churches don't speak out against sin. Sin is very dangerous. The Bible said, Watch yourself. Make yourself clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Re rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now, let us reason together, say the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they are as red uh, though though they are as red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This is in the book of Isaiah, chapter one. Verses 17, we must do what's right. Even people like myself, those who are in ministry, us evangelists, we don't, you know, we don't get a pass for breaking God's 
laws and his commitments. You know, God is not going to be like, oh, you know, you're pushing the gospel and, you know, people are getting saved. You could do what you want to do. Or, you know, I have to take sin very seriously in my life. I don't want, by the, I think the Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I don't have a sin that I, I currently struggle with. This is all coming from, from our, our, our Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So I'm able to that strengthen me, but I don't I don't let any signs. If I have any signs of, you know, resentment or unforgiveness or anger, I, I gotta, you know, get down on my knees because this this thing that we this war that we in is is a spiritual warfare. We have an enemy that doesn't sleep, and he wants to attack us anywhere we any way he can. But that's why we have to stay in prayer. That's why we have to read the Bible. That's why we have to listen to worship music and stop spending so much time on secular ungodly entertainment, secular ungodly, ungodly music and, and, and stuff like that. That's not gonna be good for our soul. We need to listen to music that's gonna enrich our soul. Only the, the I listen to hymns music. I listen to worship music. I, you know, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel closer to the Lord. And I, um, I just read to you guys. Um, I want to read to you guys what it says in the book of Romans. I read to you Romans 6, verse 23, which it says, The wages of sin is death. Now I'm about to read to you guys. And this is in Romans. Um, Roman, first one, this is Romans 1. Verses twenty-eight. So this 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 verse is one of the most scariest verses in the Bible. It's very scary because this is what happens when you keep sinning against God, when you keep rebelling against God, when you refuse to listen to His commandments, you refuse to live godly, you refuse to obey God. This is what's gonna happen to you. So this is the book of Romans. First, Paul was writing to the church and um, to the Romans church, and this is uh, Romans, First Romans, verses twenty-eight. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness. Okay, sexual morality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil minded, evil mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedience to parents, undiscerning untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death. They are deserving of death. Not only do, do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. This is a powerful verse. So not only do the, do the same things, those sins that I just mentioned, they approve of others who practice those sins in the name of tolerance. You have some people who support people from that alternative lifestyle, like the LB, you know, the homosexual LBGT lifestyle. They accept them 
they are uh, in the name of tolerance. So God is saying whoever accepts any sin that's against him, you now that you practice those sin, you accept those sin, you deserve death. So we have to be careful. And idolatry is something that God hates. If you have a um a soft heart, you are willing to change, you know, whatever sin that you struggle with, God sees that. You know, you want to change, you don't want to disobey him. He's going to help you. The Holy Spirit, that's why the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit don't want to see you perish. But we must understand that sin, there are consequences for sin. You don't get away with sinning. There's always a price to pay. And I want to read to you guys from another, this is the final verse. I'm going to read to you guys why, um, you know, and the thing is, when you're living for God, when you have a relationship with God, you be able to um, to hear his voice. If you are sinning against God, you won't be able to um, hear his voice. You know, you won't be able to hear his voice because your, your sin, your iniquities have kept God away from you. And I want to read to you guys what it says. This is the final verse I'm going to read to you guys. So you guys, this is in the book of, um, this is 2 Corinthians. Uh, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Let me pull this up, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, verses 16. Okay, so yeah, I have it right here. This is a very powerful verse. And I'm going to start from chapter, so this is 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses, I'm going to start with uh, verses 12. It's furthermore, when I came to um, Toas to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord, I had no rest in my spirit because I did not find Titus, my brother, but taking my leave of them, I departed for Macedonia. Okay, so now this is chapter 14. Now, thanks be to God who always lead us in triumph in Christ and to us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God, this is very important, in chapter 15, for we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and uh, among those who are perishing to the one who are, we are the aroma of death leading to death and to the other, the aroma of life leading to life. So those who are perishing, the Apostle Paul was saying that we are an aroma of death if they are perishing. So when they see us that's living for God, they are convicted. We smell death because they know that's why they're wasting. To those who are obeying Christ, we are an aroma of life. So this is a very important verse. I hope you guys... Um, Take this sermon to heart. 
because I don't want to see anybody perish. And, you know, sin will send us to hell forever. So may the Lord bless you. May this message bless you. And may, may you keep fighting and keep, may, may you fight the good fight and keep the faith. Thank you guys for listening and watching this video.